0: Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to this bodybuilding and training podcast. My name is Skip LaCour and I am so glad you are here uh, for this podcast. It's kind of a rebirth for me and I want to explain what I mean by that, how you can benefit from my rebirth, a little bit about me and uh, this incredible journey when it comes to bodybuilding and training and being a coach and a teacher uh, that I've been going through for many years and exactly uh, how I feel, uh, my unique perspective, uh, my journey is going to help you with your bodybuilding and training efforts. If you don't know who I am, uh, my name is Skip LaCour. I'm a coach, I'm a speaker, I'm an entrepreneur, and uh, I am a six-time national champion drug-free bodybuilder. I competed for 15 years straight. I am 14 years retired from competitive bodybuilding. And uh, I still have maintained bodybuilding being a big part of my lifestyle. It's part of my business. It's part of my identity. And so I've stayed in great shape. If you were to look on some of my social media platforms, which I encourage you to do, uh, Facebook, it's at Skip LaCour page, S-K-I-P-L-A-C-O-U-R page. Uh, Instagram, Skip LaCour, S-K-I-P-L-A-C-O-U-R. And that's also on Twitter and YouTube. You can see what I look like at uh, 55 years old, and uh, very proud of the way I look. I I put a lot of time, energy, and effort. What I like to say, you'll hear me use this phrase a lot, willpower, focus, energy, and time into mastering not only uh, eating and uh, training strategies to help me become the best, and then I shared all this information with you. But I know what makes me most... uh, Unique. It, it makes me different, and uh, this world of the Internet and so many fitness experts is uh, the blend that I have uh, with the mindset along with the training and eating strategies. In addition to that, I pushed myself at such a level, again, as a, uh, at one time the world's best-known competitive bodybuilder, like I said, six-time national champion drug-free bodybuilder, writing for the magazines, It was all I thought about. I was so passionate uh, about it. It was everything in the world to me. Pushing it to that level. On a scale from 1 to 10, I know everybody thinks they work hard. <laughs> I want to believe that I was like an 11 out of 10. <laughs> All right. So, again, 14 years removed, 55 years old, and you should really look at If you're a podcast guy, you may not even be on Instagram or Facebook. You can see what I look like at this age. Uh, where I maintain it, but it's more important to me now to not only look great, uh, but to Uh, take care of my family, take care of my business. I did not have uh, a family and I didn't put the focus on business when I was giving it all, learning the strategies and and making my body look incredible as a bodybuilding champion. I didn't have all the responsibilities that I, I have now, so I had to do it both. I really cherished that time because it really made me break down and learn everything that I needed to do to become my very best. And at the same time, now I have the contrast. So I have this unique blend of giving it all, making it my whole life, and then uh, demanding high standards for myself, and then blending it into a lifestyle. So it's a unique perspective that you really can't get from a lot of the uh, bodybuilding and training, what I call fitness zealots out there. And I know what that's like. Uh, they're 25 years old. Uh, bodybuilding and training is everything in the world to them. Uh, Many times they think their life is balanced. Maybe I thought I was smart and had a lot of things going on. But to reach that level of mastery, to write so much about it, it was my life wasn't balanced, and uh, that isn't a lifestyle or a mindset. A lot of people can duplicate or they want to duplicate, and at the same time they want the strategy. So uh, sometimes uh, there isn't a lot of empathy or understanding from some of these 25-year-old, 30-year-old Uh, fitness experts, again, they think they're balanced. It's just that they don't want much in life except for to look good and to master their craft and share their knowledge, which is great. Like I said, I've been there before. It sometimes is a challenge unless you want those same things too. And again, that's where my unique perspective is that I want to share with you. Now, I want this to be a continued, consistent journey with you if you uh, have run into this podcast, uh, breaking down Uh, the training and eating strategies, the mindset strategies to have the body that you want in the context that you want. And that's where I I bring a unique perspective. And I say rebirth, and it's important that you know this as we develop this relationship. You'll get to know me throughout these podcasts. I've always been a podcaster. I really believe, uh, because of my communication style, my natural communication style, that having uh, conversations where I go into the gray and I explain the different layers uh, creates a level of understanding that you could have forever. And I've been a leader in fitness for 27 years. I've been a podcaster uh, for at least the time I retired, so I've been podcasting for at least 14 years. Now, I have to tell you is that because I gave everything I could to bodybuilding and training, it made my life imbalanced. and So when I retired from bodybuilding and training, I put more effort on balancing out my life, uh, working on myself, uh, working on my mindset for business and family, uh, getting ready for that because I didn't worry about those things when all I cared about was uh, bodybuilding and training to be the best. And so all my willpower, focus, time and energy went there and then things like uh, business and uh, working on myself and then doing what it took to uh, attract a great woman to create a family, and then going on this journey, uh, that got what was left of my willpower, focus, time, and energy. Now, again, I don't regret anything. That made me a master when it comes to bodybuilding and training and being a coach and a teacher. And that's the insight that I'm going to share with you. But since I retired, I kind of had this love-hate relationship with bodybuilding. And that's because I was very appreciative of what it gave me, but I was feeling the effects of that focus. And I always worked out. I always stayed in shape. But my level of uh, making it a priority, uh, it was was a habit. I trained five days a week. (laughs) You know, I stayed in shape, ate right. You know, there's always different levels. That probably, I don't know, uh, if, if what I did as a bodybuilder, a competitive bodybuilder and writer, and my reputation, I earned money uh, with supplement uh, companies uh, for, to endorse. If that was an 11 out of 10, you know, my level of motivation and dedication, probably uh, over the last 14 years since retiring, I don't know, was like a 6, 7, 8, varied, maybe 9 at times, you know, I don't know if it was any higher. Uh, but it gave me a lot of perspective. But the thing is, I'm back now. I've made peace. I've learned how to balance the two, where I can excel. Again, if you go to my social media, if you're a podcast, you may not even uh, be a visual type person on Instagram or Facebook. If you've stumbled into this and you don't know who I am or we're reconnecting because you followed me back uh, when I was uh, a competitive bodybuilder and you've run into this podcast, take a look at what I look like now, 14 years removed, 55 years old and being a lot wiser about what uh, you need to do to effectively and efficiently, uh, maybe not so hardcore to have a great physique. I learned a lot of things, but the biggest thing for this rebirth, uh, me coming back in this manner, is that I've made peace, and I have learned how to look amazing, be dedicated to bodybuilding, training, push myself without it uh, taking away from the quality of my life as it did before. And that's that was a process, and again, that comes to... Uh, my unique perspective. I've done a lot of things uh, besides bodybuilding and training since I retired. Uh, I, my man, formation, confidence, leadership program has helped men all around the world. I work as a an accountability and uh, achievement coach. You know, some people call it a life coach. It's just that uh, I've got a lessons, a lot of lessons that I've learned in life that I pass along, uh, giving my coaching clients objectivity and perspective. Uh, but life is something you've got to learn. It's, it's great when you have uh, different levels of perspective, <laughs> right? Uh, but it's more to keep them focused on their goals. Make them accounta- accountable to the promise that they made to themselves and help them uh, evaluate uh, challenges and opportunities and options in life. Uh, consider all of them before they're making choices going forward, maybe uh, some situations they're in right now and then maybe uh, making peace with their past by giving them objectivity and perspective. Uh, I really don't like the term life coach. I think people know what that is, whether they have a positive uh, association with it or not. Uh, I like to say it's an uh, accountability and achievement uh, type of coach, right? So it, it's just a word uh, play, but I think you uh, know uh, what I'm, why it's important to me uh, to clarify that If you're not familiar with it, I I take great pride in what I do. And uh, no matter uh, during this uh, podcast, if you hear me talking about bodybuilding and training advice, I can't help it but uh, mix in the mindset that goes with it. right. So that's just a little bit about me. It's about this rebirth, how you're going to benefit from my perspective. I want to make these uh, podcasts a little bit shorter than maybe I have done in the past. Like I said, I've been doing podcasts for at least 14 years. Um, it's, it's my preferred format. Uh, I would have to say that uh, you know, uh, bodybuilding training wasn't my focus, sharing things I've learned. It was about expanding my life. That's one reason why I uh, have done less frequent podcasts. Uh, the other thing is that even though I believe this is my best uh, format, I expand it to you know, social media, where people are, Facebook, uh, Instagram, and uh, other formats, and I kind of just sprinkled uh, these podcasts, even though, again, I've had a lot of success. I've had a lot of people come to me for uh, advice and coaching, and uh, actually that's what got me to do this, is that every time I want to totally break away from podcasting, I have one or two people that say, I don't know you from Facebook. I don't know you from Instagram or Twitter or YouTube. I know you from podcasts. I know that there's a certain personality that's probably more suited uh, to my style, and they listen to podcasts. So that's why I'm back, and I want to keep this a uh, continual uh, journey with you, uh, coming to you on a consistent basis and doing uh, little by little uh, that way. Again, you're going to learn a lot of, about me. Uh, I suggest that. If you want to speed up the process, go to my website, skiplacour.com, S-K-I-P-L-A-C-O-U-R.com. I I have uh, really dozens and dozens of articles and videos, uh, training, nutrition, how to tie it all together, mindset, lifestyle. Uh, My years of passion are on that website. It can definitely speed up the process for you. You'll see a lot of videos there. Uh, I suggest you go to my YouTube channel. There are Hundreds and hundreds of videos there that can speed up this process, and that is at Skip core. And one thing that I do, I've, I've been doing this a long time, helping a lot of people, and I'll, I'll mention this throughout the podcast. Again, I want this to be the beginning of a continued relationship uh, that I really plan to be with you in this podcasted version. And that's another thing, I'm speaking directly to you. This is a podcast. Uh, if you were to even look on uh, this platform, whether you're watching or listening to this on iTunes, Uh, Stitcher or on uh, Blog Talk Radio, you'll see that I've done live broadcasts. Sometimes I'm riding a bike. Sometimes I'm walking, um, uh, doing a live video broadcast, and then I take that audio and I turn it into a podcast, right? So podcast wasn't the real format. It was a secondhand format. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to make a commitment to do these podcasts just for people like you and me. I'm a podcast guy. I do better that way. I really believe that the people who are the most committed, who are really going to learn and do something, uh, they're more podcasted-minded. And this is, again, 27 years as a leader in fitness, uh, being on the Internet. uh, I was the first guy to ever document my competitive bodybuilding journey, and that was was 19 years ago, so I've always been on the Internet, Uh, all the... If you look at my social media presence, I just really believe in all the formats from all my years coaching so many uh, men just like you, that the people who listen to podcasts, for whatever reason, are more dedicated and committed. Uh, Maybe it's because of social media, there's a lot of visual pictures. Maybe that fits in a more quick-fix mentality. And if you're going to be successful at anything in life, as well as your uh, bodybuilding and training efforts, then You know, you're going to have to understand that I know we want to uh, move things along quickly. We're working for that magic strategy that's going to really move the the scale, so to speak. I talk about uh, your bodybuilding and training efforts. It's a combination of a lot of things. It's like small grains of sand. You know, you move them, move them, move them. They don't seem like they're tipping the scale to the other side. And then all of a sudden, one tiny grain of sand that's no heavier than the others, no bigger than the others, it tips the scale to the other side. Now, that's how it works, but that's not sexy and attractive. I think podcasters who can sit through a podcast, maybe it's because they're able uh, to uh, multitask. I'm not sure. It's just that they seem to be more dedicated and can focus and can stick with it and move those tiny grains of sand without always looking for a shortcut where, uh, from my experience, the other social media platforms, they want it quick, 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 quick. I can't tell you how many... Uh, people have talked about, you know, my videos where I don't know they're 15 minutes long. Uh, they're in absolute pain, and uh, they're frustrated. I can think of one in particular is with my man formation podcast, which I'm going to do on a regular basis too in this direct podcast format. So, uh, you know, I'll show you that later on as, as we develop this, re- this new re- rebirth, this new relationship. And it was about uh, making this your last Valentine's Day with a broken heart alone. And he said, man, I really need this. My Valentine's Day sucks. My life sucks. But I don't have 15 minutes to watch this video. And I go, man, this is your life. You're in pain. 15 minutes? Right? I I sometimes think that is the YouTube, the video, the Instagram mentality. That's just my opinion, Uh, working with so many people and being on the social media platform. You as a podcaster, I think it's a different personality, uh, more committed, uh, more able to put the pieces together for the long term. So, uh, again, you're going to learn a lot more about me if you're new. Uh, you can do a Google search, uh, see some images, some pictures. Uh, go to uh and we'll continue uh, this relationship here. So, every single day um, I do these podcasts, every single time I come to you, I want to give you some information. Uh that you're looking for most. And uh, during this podcast, I want to talk about how many exercises should you do per workout? How many exercises should you do per workout? Now, let me just tell you uh, that I want to give you insight and knowledge that's going to last a lifetime. I want to give you insight and knowledge that when you see another fitness zealot, uh, someone who looks great, uh, really passionate, a lot of videos, maybe they have podcasts too, and they may something say something that seems contradictory to what I'm telling you. And then you go into this overwhelm and this confusion and frustration. Very, very common in the fitness uh, industry and those looking to improve their fitness, their bodybuilding and training. I'm going to tell you that A lot of my answers are going to give you depth and, 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 uh, and insight that can help you understand where the fitness experts are coming from and understand your overwhelm, frustration, your confusion at a deeper level. All right? This is what you have to understand is when you want to know how many exercises to do per workout, I'm telling you it really depends on a lot of things and not just numbers. I suggest that, you know, whether you uh, do uh, 10 exercises uh, per workout, 20 exercises per workout, if you go to skiprecord.com, I have training routines for you there. As a matter of fact, uh, I have a whole list of workouts that if you wanted to take a leap and follow. But really without this understanding of how many exercises to do per workout, it's just going to be confusing you're not, you're, you're, if you're looking for some magic formula of how many. You need to start somewhere. Just find somebody you trust who has a complete workout for you, and then you go along in the process. Because the determining factor is going to be you. And by you, is like, you know, just think you're kind of going into this, that maybe you're really passionate right now, but you're not skilled at it. Uh, you know, How much you give per exercise, I know you really want it badly. You're really committed. You may even think you have a certain level of knowledge and passion and level of execution. You may think you know what you're doing. Uh, But depending where you are on the journey, you're going to learn more and more and more. So if you think you train hard, if you think you train effectively, because that's really important, the intensity, how hard you train, the effectiveness of how uh, you hit the targeted muscle group, you know, how good you are at performing the exercises, that's going to really determine how many exercises you should do per workout. If you're not quite as efficient, if you don't train as hard, like maybe that other guy does, he needs to do more than you just to get your same amount of effectiveness and efficiency out of the number of sets you do. So I really suggest you find someone you can trust. If you want to reach out to me, send me an email at skip at Or go to skiplacore.com. Skip at skiplacore.com. Go to skiplacore.com if you if you're ready to take a leap of faith and do one of my training routines, and then I'll teach you the mindset and how to get the most out of how many exercises you do. So you got to start somewhere and just feel, and then you get better and better and better at it. I know you want a black and white answer. I can give you any black and white answer, right? I could tell you you should do 20. Exercises per workout. I could tell you you should do 50. Um, I, could, I could tell you you should do 10. Right? Come to www.skiplacour.com and you'll get what I'll line it all out for you. But then we need to work on you becoming better at each exercise, understand what execution is, form, feel, and execution, that delicate balance between enough weight uh, that overloads the muscle and then at the same time, you keep the good form, feel, and execution. You hit the targeted muscle group, all right? And then, then that really determines, like, how many times are you going to work, work out? I'll tell you this. Like I said, you know, I adopted a training style where I worked out one major body part a day over five days. So you do the complete body part. It's, it was less sets, and again, it's relative, right? I just want to give you a bigger picture here. I want to give you a fishing pole so you can fish and not just throw you fish and then you get hungry again. Uh, that's what I'm saying, right? So, and it was, so it was fewer, it was training less frequently, fewer body parts, and it was fewer uh, exercises per workout and fewer sets within that, right? But I did more weight and I demanded myself to really hit the muscle because it was like a deadline. You had to do so much, right? Now, I didn't train that way before I really hit my groove to become a six time national champion drug free bodybuilder. And then in the years since, you know, you, you hear so many things on the Internet. Oh, you can train more. You can do more exercises. There's no such thing as overtraining. Well, I pushed that. I pushed that, especially as I, I got older. You know, I could just tell you this. If you train more exercises, if you train more often, you've got to give. It's got to give somewhere. You may think you're training hard, but if you train more frequently, if you do more exercises, you have to pace yourself. And the only way you know you're pacing yourself is by blocking yourself in and demanding to do less exercises and and go through that process. It's a process that may take weeks, if not months, to know the difference, to really know for sure, except for just following some fitness zealot's advice, doing it, and then saying that's the best, but you really don't have any perspective because that's what they say. You know, there's a popular uh, training routine that's five by five. You know, I'd say go ahead. If that sounds good to you, if, if you're sold that that's the best for your stage of this, do it. But you've got to push yourself. So the, the thing is, is you've got to remember, because you're going to go through the Internet and you're going to find so many experts uh, saying how many exercises do per body part, and they're going to give you uh, so many different varying things. Just take one that you believe in the most. And don't get frustrated when somebody else uh, tells you it should be more or it should be less, because it's really about you. I mean, me 27 years into this, I have a certain understanding of what I really can push myself. And when I'm dogging it, I know the difference. I thought I was training uh, hard, heavy, and effective at five years. It's nothing compared to now, to knowing that, or at 10 years, right? So instead of get, getting hung up on the exact number, the black and white, of how many exercises you do per workout, you really got to just pick one, and then get better and better and better. Lift more weight, keeping the form, feel, and execution. Right? Consider how often you train because you're going to have to lighten up. The body can only take so much, and I don't care what they say. You remember, you're listening to Fitness Elves that they want to work out all the time. And if you're like that oh, way, hey, great. right? It's their identity and their purpose, and that may not work with you and your style. So it's really not about how many exercises to do per workout. It's really about you, mind, muscle, connection, form, feel, and execution. How much weight, by keeping that form, feel, and execution, getting more and more and more and more out of it, that's going to determine the quality that you get of all the exercises. And that's going to determine who can do more and who can do less. Right? So uh, you know, I, I know that many times people want black and white answers, but you get your black and white answers, and then somebody else tells you something different, and then you're frustrated. That's the reason why there's so much variance. I am giving you buffed dad, you never had advice, so you can really understand all this. You don't have so much frustration and overwhelm. You get in there, and you determine how it works, and that's why you have so many different experts at so many different levels of knowledge, years doing it, uh, development. They have all their reasons why they think this is the best or that's the best, but it really comes down to what I talked about in this podcast. All right, so that's going to do it for this. I'm going to come to you on a, on a continual basis, giving you little nuggets. I'll unveil my story. I'll, we'll, we'll connect uh, uh, in addition to the strategies. You'll learn a, about me uh, over time. Uh, but I want to keep uh, these uh, shorter, uh, to the point, as much as possible, and keeping in the podcast format. If you ever want to reach out to me, maybe you've known me from the past. I have guys uh, before this rebirth, some are just getting... Uh, they're just getting to know me now. Uh, some have known me for 20 years. Maybe they stopped training. Now they're back at this phase of life. I want to help you in any way you can. Um, I want to help you work through all of the information overload. And I, like I said, I, you go to skiplecore.com. You see all the articles, all the videos. Uh, you can look at this source and see all the podcasts i did. Hopefully they're helpful. Uh, I've got products that can really... Uh, help you go step by step in a shorter period of time but if you want to reach out to me right and we can talk for 10 minutes i only schedule times that i have available so don't worry about bothering me i know what you're going through all this information overload everybody telling you something different i want to help you break through it and i can do it in eight minutes less as i call it so set up a 10 minute uh phone call with me and again don't worry about bothering me because you won't be able to book a time if my schedule is packed which is it is, <laughs> and many times, but I want you to look at the schedule. Go to buffdaddyneverhad.com. Schedule your 10 minutes. The only thing that I ask is, number one, I will not approve your appointment if you don't leave your phone number or your Skype address. All right, that's, I'm not going to do it because I am going out of my way to do this for you for free. Sometimes when things are for free, people become very irresponsible with their time and my time. All right. I want to at least be able to call you and say, hey, why didn't you show up for the appointment? Uh, did you forget about it or whatever? I need to have more control if I'm going to give away my time because I block out my work. I block out this time for you. So uh, those are the reasons for you. You'll hear me talk about BuffDaddyNeverHad.com and scheduling an appointment. I need your phone number. And if you're outside of the country, I need your Skype address. And then just make sure you show up. All right, so uh, that's going to do it for this podcast. I'll probably do uh, try to keep these a little bit shorter. I hope you found value. Send me an email at skip at com And let me just tell you. I know you're looking for black and white answers. Uh, You haven't found those yet. And let me tell you, 27 years uh, into this journey, you're not going to ever find them. Some people might tell you and sell you on black and white answers. Then you find out that somebody else is more persuasive, more convincing. They throw more science. And then what you thought was black and white isn't black and white again, right? So that's what you have to keep in mind. All right. Have a great day. Have an outstanding day. Have an awesome day.